I'm not a scientist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, putting in the air in them, taking the air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's what I expect when I show up. I can't show it on the football. It's so goddamn hard about holding on to it. Introducing Mike Cash Collins and Scott Stack Simpson as the Fantasy Millionaires. It's time to make that money. Playoffs? Yeah, dog. Playoffs. We need that cheddar. De Niro, Checho, Brett. And who better to bring us into week 15 than the Familia FFB founder? The week in, week out, chalk block DFS tournament sharp. The man who gave me COVID at the Fantasy Football Expo, Jorge Martin. Bienvenidos, mi amigo. Oh, gracias, gracias, gracias. Oh, that was good. I thought you gave it to me. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, God, that's so awesome. I'm so glad to be here. I, I, you know how much I love you guys. And I mean, our 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 Canton bond is forever and just forever. Uh, oh, just just had a great time, though. I still I, I have to officially apologize to Mike Cash Collins for Kenneth Gainwell. So in, in penance, I had to start him in a do or die game yesterday. And uh, because my entire bench was was out, was out on by. And uh, somehow I won, but the somehow is because Jerry Judy went just absolutely ballistic. Another guy who I had to start. I I like how you're taking the blame, and my co-host Stacks was probably higher on Kenneth Gainwell than you were, <laughs> and was talking about he built all his fantasy squads. He was drafting him in like round six, so. I uh you That's know don't it too hard jorge i you know i got i got a i got a memory on me i know what's going on i see you stacks i see concerned. how you just you dropped him like a hot potato <laughs> no, receipts. yeah <laughs> pull some receipts on stacks <laughs> love some kenneth gainwell well it was it was influenced by Bo, and uh you know i've kind of i've kind of moved on um from his analysis, the California on, thought leaders. Yeah, I've moved. I've, I've, <laughs> I've moved on from the NorCal uh, consortium, and uh, you know, I'm branching out. But we got a little SoCal, right? I guess technically, uh, in the shout house. out Sorry, SoCal. Buddy. Shout out SoCal. No offense to, to NorCal, but you got to drink either way, since you know uh, we said NorCal. So, uh, but we're excited. <laughs> You know, here's all right. SoCal and NorCal, SoCal and NorCal agree on Dusty Baker. So that that's yeah, that's the one place we that come is together. The, yeah, that, that a lot of love there for the for DB. Uh, I do have to say though, Jorge, I did not get COVID, and I slept in the same hotel room as you guys, the same bed as this guy, and then also drove home with him there too. So um, yeah, I don't know who gave who COVID, but uh, thankfully I did not get COVID in that, and it did both. So half the team we were okay. Well, yeah, I think you guys well, are still well, in whatever. the unit. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. what I think. I think he I think you uh you had it and you just, you know, you didn't present any symptoms. I mean, that was part of COVID too. Plus you'd had it in the last few months. So you probably got it and just took care of it. 
It's Taekwondo the shit out of that. <laughs> no, but that was that that trip was one of my favorite trips ever. I mean, we 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 definitely bonded as a group, and uh, we we coined the term you know going full Ratcliffe there, and we tried to explain it to people who weren't there recently at a Christmas party. It was Mike's wife and my wife, and it just it was kind of convoluted. But Jorge understands what it was like to experience Ratcliffe, and then just to kind of turn it into a really fun uh, experience for us all as we were you know vibing at Canton. It was our expression yeah. of the weekend, you know, whenever someone was like, oh, Ratcliffe fum or something like that. Oh, he got Ratcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew. You but, know, it's hilarious, uh, too. I, I, he uh, ever since that weekend, because I, I, I that was what was funny about the experience is like we had this little moment with uh, Jeff Ratcliffe and we hadn't really I'd never met him. And he was like, you know, the God, like it was like and then we just had kind of, a, you know, different interaction than other people were you know he was a little housed and whatever but ever since that weekend i am a huge fan of his show on sirius xm like i oh, never yeah. listened to it before it's it, it's we in it is uh, it's a good show man like he's 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 legit dude he's smart and it's 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 really exactly what me and scott do it's a, it's season-long df i mean um season-long redraft and uh he talks all the strategy like he, he you have to he has to be on the hour but i mean on the radio for like three hours a day and so a lot of it is just like coaching and stuff like that and i've been i've been tuning in on he's he's got some chops dude he's smart and his his podcast you know his short his short podcast that uh that he does is is really good i think it's uh and you know the other thing that i i had to give him mad props for was uh at the scott fishbowl live draft in uh a trophy smack uh that i was at uh he as we were like going nuts four different drafts going on at once everybody's you know 50 people making making all sorts of noise at one time he was actually broadcasting live on Sirius uh, and, and bringing in some of the, some of the analysts uh, to, to go on there. And I was like, man, I don't know how you kept that together. So that made me give him big props on that one. So it was, it was you, good. you know what, I, you know what I, I'm always blown away. Like you listen to the pros like Jeff Ratcliffe, Dave Richards, uh, you know, Matthew Barry doesn't have to do this, but anybody who's got like call-in shows, you know, and a caller's like, okay, I got, um, I got, Debo Samuel, Stefan Diggs, Devontae Adams, um, Cooper Cup, um, uh, Jerry uh, Judy, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, Justin Jefferson. Need to start four. And it's like, how did you even, like, you got to start over, bro, for me. I could never do that. Like, they, they just, and they're like, um, we're going to go Cup, Adams, you know, Diggs, and, uh, they never even need them to repeat it. Like it's crazy. They're amazing. I, you know, I get those questions on Discord uh, when I when I kind of like man up the the fantasy points Discord, and at least I have it in front of me. I can't imagine you know just somebody rattling off four names and it's like pick two. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> All right. Who are the who are the first ones? And it's like yeah, try and remember your own rank, your own personal rankings, and who you like better. And you know, is this guy going to be in a dome? Is this guy going to be in snow this weekend? The whole thing. So mm. uh, love it. Yeah. Love it. And they do it for three hours. Those guys do it for multiple hours a day. 
Well, I was going to say they're professionals and so are you, my friend. And that's why we have you on. And so before we get into a little bit of your story, because we do want people, our listeners to know uh, and for you to be able to share kind of a little bit about yourself. Um, I do want people to go follow him. And so I'm going to go share my screen real quick. We'll share the screen again later. Um, we'll go back to all of us talking when, when Jorge does share. But um, over there, Jorge Martin, 17 on the Twitters. Uh, he was 17 years old when he first started his account. He's been on for, you know, a, a few years now. Um not legal, but we're not going to keep that under the, you know, uh, under the radar. But um, please go follow him. Uh, he's a great girl dad as well, besides being the FF, uh, Familia FB, Familia FB, FFB. Sorry, I got to put that second F in there. Oi. Uh, yeah. So, and f- fancy points, you work for the company that I first started falling in love with when I first became a DFS guy. Uh, I love them. So all the friends over there are just, you know, K Magnifique at fancy points. Oh, they've been awesome. They've been awesome. I mean, they've really become friends and, you know, it's been great. I mean, it started out with, uh, you know, making friends with Graham Barfield and, and uh, through Edwin Porras. And then it just, it's just kind of grown since I became a part of the media group earlier part of this year. And then, uh, you know, during the season started doing some discord stuff, doing stuff on their website, uh, just all sorts of back, back office stuff. And, and it's been great to just kind of like, you know, see what, a, how a larger site works. Uh, and it, and it's just, it's funny just to, you know, the scale of everything is, is so much bigger. And, uh, uh, so it's fun. And, and, you know, and one of the things that I've told them, it's like, it's always great to be part of big, a big team. Uh, it's something something greater than yourselves like the millionaires are great you know something something you know it's like together you guys are something bigger so then 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 in individuals it's like you know avengers unite but uh yeah i just uh i i've had such a good time and, and you know what and it's been great you know becoming a part of this this fantasy football community so many friends that i that i've met i mean you, you guys were were coast to coast and it's like we're texting each other all the time and you know checking in on each other or whatever and or just throwing funny jokes at e- each other and it's just and and uh i'm donating to the lately i've been donating to the chalk blocked uh you did you you're you're crushing it though for like weeks in a row about a month yeah about a month there i was just i i i was like you know first second third every week yeah it was i I, i'm starting to come back a little bit i'm i I, i'm creating all you know i'm trying to i'm trying to do like scott and you know create 150 lineups so i'm I got the I got the seven this week. You, you uh, get you becoming a GPP bang bro, like like <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah, yeah, but, and so it's but yeah, I end up I end up spreading all the good guys all over the place. So I had like Jerick McKinnon one place here, you know. But I didn't have Trevor Lawrence yesterday, but uh, you know, just uh, uh, who was it? Oh no, Tyler Huntley let me down. Unfortunately, feel better, big guy. Uh, Joe, you know, Joe Burrow. I mean, just all the different had, had all the different guys, different places. Had McCaffrey on one team that just nobody else. There were no. He was the only fire emoji on that one on that on that squad. But uh, getting them all right hard. It's hard to get them all right on on oh, yeah. the fire emojis to get them all red. I mean, that's just uh, it's a it's a challenge. I, I will say this: uh, 150 lineups at 50 cents, whatever it is, right? Not not too much money, but it's definitely teaching me. Um, that I need to figure out who the best plays are. I've got too many plays, you know, that's still kind of part of the problem. Mike has changed this. Uh, Jorge, what do you think about this? Mike is going the last three weeks almost 100% Joe Burrow, right? I mean, that's almost not I mean. Uh, but what do you think about that strategy? You just lock in on one QB, no matter Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, you know, Josh Allen, somebody, right? And you just kind of ride them. Have you ever done that? I've never kind of done that before. It's kind of a brand new world for me in this Bang Bro 
society we're living in here. It's a free world, you know. It's a free. You do whatever you love, whoever you want. Free love, you know. It's your it's your business, you know. Right. You know who I I, I actually had that thought recently yesterday after I saw after I watched Jalen Hurts go ballistic, you know, for what felt like the umpteenth time recently, and it's like he goes crazy no matter whether it's whether it's running, you know, the game script is for running or for passing, and I thought, man, if I could just ride Jalen Hurts every week. I mean, you know, kind of like, kind of like almost like a redraft lineup and just, and just doing that, it'd be, it'd be great. I think one of the, I think we opened my ideas to that was earlier when, when Tua had that big run. Mm, uh, yeah. So I'm, it kind of, wow. it, 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 so Mike, I mean, that, that opened my eyes to that, to that thought process and Burrow, I mean, he, it, it's like every week he's got a, he's got a big game uh, at, as a possibility. And I think he In had worst a games. Where, he has two touchdowns. Exactly. Like, that's 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 his floor you know so uh i don't know if i'll do it this week you know depending on the injuries um this past week you know i i actually ended up okay even with all my burrow lines but like i have uh i mean i like i was really thinking this was going to be a week that he popped you know he just owes cleveland you know and i just thought like like they're they're ascending you know, just like they did last season. So I'm I'm really buying into just that team gelling. And so I I was like I I built 150, but like I was really thoughtful too. So I was doing double I was doing double stacks with T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. I did I did multiple double stacks, like up to like a hundred, so that I had Ooh. up to a hundred had T Higgins or Jamar Chase or Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd or uh, T Higgins and Tyler Boyd. And then Tyler Boyd, broken finger, T Higgins didn't even play in the game, but he was active because, and I was just like, I didn't know. I was just like, oh, he'll, he'll catch something will happen, you know? And then, cause I was, I was just watching red zone and then I kind of find out through my phone. Oh, He's not playing, and Tyler Boyd has a broken finger, and I'm like, oh, the brutal nature of DFS when you do bet, you know, all your chips on on kind of one game, one you know, uh, one outcome. So, you know, but I would say, but 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 let, let's say Boyd and Higgins both miss, which it looks like it's gonna, it's trending toward that. Doesn't that make a Burrow Chase stack look just almost as sexy as Scott. I mean, mm. Oh, I, I'm just telling you, almost as sexy as Chalk Block Show. But uh, no, it, it, I mean, because you just think it's like he could get 15 targets this week. He could get beyond 15 targets. He gets 12. He could have one of those 250 yard, three touchdown games. It's, I, I mean, it, it, it's, oh, it's caliente. It's caliente. Who they got this week? I'm, I'm, I'm just calling. Yeah, but I think it's the Bucks this week. Week 15, it's the Bucks. I'll tell oh. you what, I don't know if this week I am going to do, bro, because I like. I mean, my big theory on him is just the talent at wide receiver. It's like he's, you know, it, it, it's just it, it, you got to have two. So I'm a little nervous this week. But the the way I started this theory, because I'll tell you what, it is an interesting way to do it. I've noticed that in these lineups, let's say Joe Burrow does hit, which he often does get you 30 points, you know. Even when he has 20 points, if you're just focusing on that guy, like that's not a bad game. You're not getting that, you know, Derek Carr game with like five points where you're, you're just wrong. murdered. You know what I mean? Really. 
So the way it started for me is I did it with Justin Fields one week. And, it, and, he, and oh. he popped. Yeah, he popped. It was the first week he popped. Like I was, yep. maybe it was the second week. Like I was like, I'm building, I'm building over a hundred lineups. And uh, me and Stacks like to get our, you know, Galaxy brain on. I was like, I'm just going, I'm going full Justin Fields this week for the, and because I'd always kind of been varying, and that's the whole hard part about building lineups is like you kind of lock in on certain players, like. And so it yeah. sort of makes it easier when you have, all right, this is my free square at quarterback. Like I'm betting my bucks on this guy because then you're, you've, I've found that I've been better at varying the other positions. You know what I mean? Like I make sure, like if I know, like my, one of the best weeks I've had this week was I knew the commander. I had 150 commanders lineups and they, you know, they got like 18 points that week and I had Burrow that week too. So then I'm like, if you can lock in, you know, like on two spots, it it definitely helps. Well, Uh, I love the hardest things. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off that. Defense so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't want to get into the DFS talk too much because we're going to talk DFS at the end of the show, Jorge, because we, we talk about our stacks of cash. Absolutely. Uh, every every single week. Um, but uh, I did want to ask you a little bit about uh, how you got into fantasy football. I, I know it says in your bio that you're a former Dodgers public director here. Uh, you know, so you, you, you work with the people. You've been, uh, you know, in, in sports. But how, how did you find yourself, uh, you know, uh, Bo is, is now – He's coined us the four horsemen of the DFS apocalypse. So <laughs> I'm, I am down with that. Um, I love it. Ride or die, Team Canton. You know, watch out. You're getting Ratcliffe. Um, but how did you get here? You know what I'm saying? Like, how how did you get to be here with the Fantasy Millionaires today? I don't need you know, where, where you're born and, and all that. But kind of like, where was your fantasy birth? Uh, fantasy birth was 1990. So, oh, uh, cool. Yeah, old school. This is newspaper, you know, that, that whole thing. It started out in, in a college, in our college uh, newspaper room. A buddy of mine invited me to join a fantasy baseball league. Uh, National League only, you know, half the, half the guys in the league are Dodger fans. That league started in 1986 and it's still going strong. In fact, I just won it for like the, you know, for the first time since 1994 uh yeah this this past season and i needed a miracle on the last day of the season i needed four home runs on the last day of the season but uh my buddy who started the league you know a couple months into the baseball season he said hey you know what you want to do a football league too it's like yes yes and and the thing i love i mean the thing about baseball it's phenomenal and to win a, a baseball league is just like i mean you're you are just dragging at the end you're just so tired by the end because it's every every day right football it's like it's once a week and everything like that and you know at that point we just counted touchdowns touchdowns and and kicker points we didn't even have defenses at that time aren't you still in that league too (laughs) i do have that league the touchdown only league has morphed into a super flex uh 10 team league that uh probably about Probably about six guys from that league are in are in the are in the the Superflex league, and okay. um, but the baseball league I'm still in, and probably about uh, actually the guys who I about probably about eight seven or eight of the guys that that were in that league are still in, and these are some That's of my best cool. friends. 
some of my best friends of life. I mean, we've seen, yeah. we've been to each other's weddings. We've, uh, we, you know, we've, we've seen, you know, we've had, we've seen each other's kids grow up and everything like That's that. Awesome. So it's just, it, it's incredible. It's like, and you know what, the funny thing is like we get together and our baseball league is an auction league. So it's eight hours and it's mm -hmm. like eight, eight of the best hours of the year. And mm -hmm. we just, we, we, it's 12 people. We throw jokes around and it's, we're the only 12 people who find it funny. And, mm -hmm. uh, so I think it's great football just, uh, morphed because I, I, I had to do, I, I needed more, more leagues because if, you know, if you had a league and you did, and there was no DFS at the time. And, uh, if you had a league and your bet, your number one pick goes out, goes out for the season, it's like your, your team is tanked. And it's just like, it kind of, it kind of impacts how you, how you follow football for the season. Right. This way now it's like, you know, three, you know, I added three, four teams. Now it's up to like 15 because of being in the industry. <laughs> right. But, uh, uh, and, and, uh, and it's just, and I love it because, you know, I've, I've narrowed how much I, I love to play fantasy baseball, fantasy football. It's like, I want to play, uh, everything that doesn't include so far that doesn't include IDP. I mean, I'm doing dynasty, I'm doing redraft, I'm doing best ball DFS, you know, super flex, uh, with PPR standard with single QB, just you name it, all of it. And I just love the challenge of it. And, and, you know, to me, the, the great thing is it's just the people I'm playing with. I love, you know, I'm in, uh, you know, I'm in the millionaires league with you guys. And I'm also in the, uh, in the chalk block league with Scott and with Bo uh, millionaires. It, that, that, Who's yeah, in I the playoffs right now? in like second place. Not in me. That not me. Not me. Uh, I can win that. Not me. I, I think I'm going to be. I think I'm going to be seventh. But you know what? I'm in the. I'm yeah. in the playoff. I, I'm in. I'm in the playoffs in the chalk block league. So I. Good, I consider good. that one's mixing I, it I up with me and Mike. But you know what? And uh, the guys, what this one's not a money league, but Scott Fishbowl. Yeah. You're, you're looking at top 100 right here, boys. No. -uh. Right Congrats, dude. I'm, I'm like i think i think uh as of last night i think i'm like number one number 89 uh i was up to number seven at one point like in week seven my team was wow. just holistic and uh but yeah yesterday threw up a 183 point game uh, Ooh, just, uh just yeah trevor lawrence was just a god in you know and and josh allen was my first my first pick josh allen austin eckler just uh it's it's been fun and i look that team didn't get hit too hard by the injury bug the main guys are still out there and it's it, it's i mean the people i'm playing with or i'm sitting there i'm like wow i i scored the most points in that league that was there are some people that are i I'm, i mean the 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 table i was drafting at it was i was I was drafting. I was in. I was in a different. Uh, I was sitting at the wrong table because my other table was filled up mm. with with the with my league mates. But I'm sitting between uh, uh, Bob Harris, Lindsey Road, with Michael Fabiano, Jan Piacenti on the other oh, side, oh, which yeah, is like, cool. it. It's just some ballers right there. Some oh, ballers right. right there. But yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, it, it's it's been it's been much better. The live ex, the live the live draft was great because I actually met some people there that I kind of renewed friendships with at the expo. Um, so it was just, just fantastic. And so, and, and you know, to give you a quick, uh, quick uh, synopsis of how Familia FFB started, it, it started, it was pre COVID probably, I, I probably had the, the idea four or five years ago because my family, my, my Familia, we do, uh, we've had a 12 team league since like 2009, 2010. 
which I've yet to win. I've been in the finals three times and yet to win. Um, but anyway, uh, I digress. We, you know, it's Christmas time and it's fantasy playoffs. And, uh, this one time I, you know, just like the group of us, we were sitting at a table, plates full of tamales, beer, all sorts of, uh, all sorts of Christmas food. And we I'm are there. arguing, we are arguing about fantasy football and it was <laughs> awesome. It was yeah. absolutely awesome. And I sat back for a second and I thought, man, you know what? I wonder if we recorded this, if this, would be, if we could do this. And I started it out with a couple of my cousins, uh, Primo Hector, Primo Ricky. And, uh, you know, it was just, it, it, it was, it was kind of a fun COVID project and they unfortunately got, got busy with, uh, with, with their work lives. Rick, Ricky's a nurse and, and Hector's, uh, in, uh, healthcare sales. And so they, they got busy with life. So sometimes they, so they jump on sporadically, but I, I wanted to keep it going because I was having a blast and I was starting to make friends in the industry. And it's kind of like, you know, this year started making a little money at, at, uh, at, uh, fantasy. And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to keep going for it. And so had guests, uh, Scott, you've been on, Bo's been on a, a couple of times, Mike, you're, um, we're, we're definitely in negotiations to get you on the Familia FFB, but it's been, yeah. it, it, it's been phenomenal. I mean, just the, the, the people on here, the, the different types of shows I've done, either people in the fantasy space or in the NFL space or people who are in the sports industry, uh, and are, and, but have interests in fantasy. I mean, this year I launched a, uh, uh, a show called in the box where I've had a couple of former major league baseball players who are really into fantasy. Jerry Hairston jr. Played in Baltimore, played for Baltimore oh, for yeah. several years. Um, yeah, yeah, utility. Yeah, uh, yeah, second baseman utility. He played all over the place. Um, yeah. Also, Tom Candiotti, former the knuckleballer from Indians, Dodgers, and all. Oh, huge. Yeah. Both of them huge into fantasy. So, uh, uh, and and it's it's been great. So in the off season, I want to start getting some retired NFL players talking about players from their their you know maybe like a Steve Smith talking about Jamar Chase mm. and uh, mm. different types that. of different types of and so Send me those uh, please. It's definitely, it definitely, it's uh, so it's just, I, I just, I love interviewing people because from, from my career, especially the Dodger days, uh, being a publications director, I mean, my job was to interview ballplayers past and present and turn it into, turn it into written content, art, articles, everything. And just, uh, it, it was, I was a kid in a candy store and I realized that I always love interviewing people. So, yeah. uh, it, it, it's been, it's, it's just been, uh, it, and being able to bring that into Familia FFB, just, just, I, I, I can't stop smiling because it's so much fun. I wish I could interview somebody every day, but man, I, who, so I, I'm also the solo guy. So I have to produce all this. So I'm like, I can actually be, right. uh, manage my time a little bit. Yeah. Well, just keep doing what you're doing, man. And then, Thank you. you know, keep, keep growing it and, and. You know, I can't wait to hang out with you and Ken. I like we're 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 not going anywhere. Let's just keep doing this thing and and you know make it get bigger and expand and uh, you know sharpen our skills as analysts as well. So um, yeah, it's awesome having you here, man. Just so grateful uh, to have had that experience at the expo this year. And like that really was for me like one of the highlights of my whole year um absolutely it's just a it, it really revved me up for the season too like i can't wait to like do this again pre-season and just like supercharge you know my love for what we do with fantasy um so 
yeah it's awesome it's awesome having you with us so yeah no it's fun say, you, oh, good. Oh, well i was gonna, say, gonna say go. i was gonna say uh i think all those you know quality traits that you bring to the profession interviewing talking to people i think it's so uh awesome to be able to experience those in real life in relationship with you which is thoughtful asking good questions sharing detailed like it's a, it's a deep conversation when you in, engage with somebody and that's more meaningful not that people can't have fun or laugh and stuff but embedded in that is the laughter the fun you know the silliness Absolutely. the the uniqueness of it so i just want to say same thing as mike was saying like it's just it's great to have met you in person and you know podcasted with you and and but to know who you are you know we love you so uh, oh. Yeah, you're, you're you're officially a part of the Millionaire Show now for sure. Now that you've been one of the guests on, so um, yeah, I didn't want to. You guys you are familia. Me. You guys are familia. So you guys are my compadres. So wow. which is even beyond friends. I Gosh. like it. You you ready to tuck into Week 15 and help win people their league and, and get in the playoffs let's, and stuff like that? Yes. Let's tuck in. Yes. All right, Vamanos. let's get going. Uh, you know what? All right, the first thing is, uh, and Jorge, some some of these uh, people, the way we kind of do it is we don't like to go over players many weeks in a row. Like the thought is we talked about these guys before, but you should have picked them up, right? So last week, I wanted to stay for the record. I did tell people to pick, pick up the Brock, right? I, I, he was on the show sheet. I don't want to pretend like he was not around last week, right? Um, but still, he might not have been picked up. People might not have needed him. Um, but now he's he's looking like he's unleashed. The Purdy's unleashed uh, from the mid cow. I want to get the expert first from you. Um, what do you think about Purdy? Is he somebody you would go after? Is he even worth going after, or is it you know kind of late in the game? And and if you're this deep, you probably are not in need of, of a Purdy. Uh, any super flex league, I'm grabbing him. Oh, yeah. I, I, I I'm I'm grabbing him any super flex league. I want him as my number two QB because with those, even if Debo is out for a couple of weeks, he's still throwing to McCaffrey. He's still throwing to Ayuk, Kittle. I mean, it's, we, we know that Kyle Shanahan's going to scheme up something good right. or something good for him. Right. So on a week to week basis, I love it. He's going to be, you know, he's West coast. So he's either going to be in California, California uh, weather, uh, not too wet or in, in a dome. So right. I'll, I, I love, yeah, he, he doesn't need, I mean, the thing is, Jimmy G could be really good in uh, and we know that if you take Jimmy G out uh, away from an expert play caller, if we, if we put him, you know, uh, if you, I hate to, I hate to pile on Denver, but if you put him in Denver, he's going to be lost. But uh, you know, you, so you put Jimmy G in with, with, with that environment that they have in San Francisco, he's going to thrive. Brock Purdy, same thing. He he actually made a couple more down, downfield throws than I thought he was going to yesterday. And mm -hmm. that, that, that I mean, he's not going to be Patrick Mahomes, but mm -hmm. I can see him at least doing what a Jimmy G can do, the occasional 300-yard game and, you know, one or two touchdowns in a week. The the DBs in the uh, – I know in the NFC West this week they got a tough one against Seattle uh, because the DBs there are no joke. But – I, I, I'm, I'm still, I still like, I, I think Purdy is pretty good. Counsel, about you? Are you, you you're gonna listen? I, I, I'm, I'm a hundred percent. I, th I think Purdy is really good. I think, uh, the, the Brockett ship is taking off. Big Ooh, cock, big cock. Brock is, is real. And I have thought ever since they got, um, CMC. I'm looking at that team, and their backup's Elijah Mitchell. They have 
they have Christian McCaffrey, they have Debo Samuel, they have Ayuk, uh, you know, Jimmy G, Kittle, defense, healthy. I'm like, this team is going to be a problem. And now they've had a couple things go wrong. Now, now with the Debo thing, thankfully it's a high ankle. So, you know, hopefully he's going to be back for the playoffs. Uh, in the meantime, I heard Colin Coward say this, and I thought I thought this was a great analogy for Brock Purdy. It looks like the 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 fifth spare tire isn't just a spare tire. Like, you know, Mister Irrelevant in the draft uh, came in and looks just as good, maybe as Jimmy G. And you know, this was the word on the street about him is all throughout camp he was looking fantastic. So um, he just was in a pecking order, and that's how it is in the NFL. But this isn't your average <laughs> big cock rock pecking order. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it, this isn't your average third string quarterback in the NFL. So uh, uh, he's in, he's in a situation. He he's, he's in a scheme where, um, you know, even in redraft, if you play QB carousel, you know, and you got, you have guys like, you know, Derek Carr, Kirk cousins, whoever those late round guys, Trevor Lawrence, you he's I think he's worth an ad, you know, um, to be that other guy and and scheme your week in, week out matchup. Cause I, I think that the Niners are gonna be a problem. They're gonna be a problem. And I think Brock Purdy's gonna look like how he looked this past week. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Uh, so I have a Baker on here just because he probably became available because he just uh, traded teams or was released and picked up. Not traded teams. He, he caught came. Scott Jack Simpson 50 bucks. He, too. Me, he cost me a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not, I'm not bitter <laughs> against him. But if you're, if you're in a situation, uh, would either of you, just a snappy answer, would you pick up Baker Mayfield or no? I want Purdy. I do take Purdy over him. I, it's what happened on Thursday was so utterly cool. The, Ra- the, the Raiders happened. The Raiders happened. Yeah, the Raiders happened. But uh, I mean, he had to make the plays, so he still yeah. he still had to. You know, it, it, maybe he got a room service fastball, but you know, he still had to hit it. But uh, he he doesn't have a good offensive line. His skill yeah. players are diminished. I I don't think he does this on a week to week basis and. Um, it, 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 I think it'll be a fun story. I hope he has a couple of good games. The thing with the thing with Mayfield, I mean, long term with the with the Rams, you know, there's there have been players who have retired because of concussions. Troy Aikman, Roger Staubach, to name just a couple quarter a couple quarterbacks. I mean, Baker Mayfield, you bring him in for a couple games, it's what you could do worse than having a former number one pick as a potential quarterback in waiting. You know, I thought the four. Niners should have grabbed them. I was like, what are they doing? Like, grab grab Baker Mayfield. Like, you guys are set yeah. up to go to the, to the dance, dude. But I guess this Brock Purdy kid's pretty good. So, well, I mean, here's the truth is that it, if the if it, I heard Ross Tucker say that it's going to take two years for Stafford to really be able to play again if he gets this surgery on his neck, which he or his spine or whatever mm. it is for he probably got a disc in there. He's gonna like it's it's a big deal. He's probably gonna get some fusion. And he said, I've had the surgery. He said he should retire, you know. And honestly, wow. Matthew Stafford has been banged about. We all watched those videos of him coming back after his, the shit got kicked out of him, and he just came back and popped his shoulder in joint, ran back in, threw a touchdown and win the game. The man is is has been awesome, but you don't want to see somebody 
you know, like the wrestler type situation, which is a great performance by, by Mickey Rourke. But you don't want to see that out there in the NFL when the guy's got a Super Bowl. You got a beautiful wife. She beat brain cancer. You got beautiful kids. Like, you know what? Let Baker Mayfield take the hits. You know, that guy he's made for. He's Baker Mayfield. You know, so I'd say Stafford. I want him to retire. You know, so yeah, exactly, Bo. Thank you. That's what I was uh, yeah. wondering too. Is it the oh, is that the, is that the surgery? Yeah, yeah Peyton minute Peyton made miss the year. It's not good. It's not. It's not what you want when you're that old, right? Just stop, man. You did great. We love you. Hall of Fame. You're Hall of Fame. Court. You want Super Bowl, man? You know what I mean? Like you're epic. You got Calvin Johnson. It's just you know whatever. But uh, and then Cooper Cup, and he's the man. So all right. Let's two of the greatest. Your- two of the greatest. Two of the greatest wide receiver seasons. He was the guy right. throwing it to him. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So. Incredible. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's talk Jerick McKinnon. Uh, that pass was ridiculous. By the way. <laughs> Um, I think I have a picture of it on my Twitter. I'll try to find it. Uh, what do you guys think about Jarek as as a pickup this week? Are, are you guys on Twitter? Or is it kind of just? I, 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 I put him in the the list to talk about. I, he's probably not available in a lot of twelve man leagues, you know. Um, but uh, if he is, um, it, it's been interesting. That team is it's like you just want Kelsey and Mahomes on that team. Like those are the ones you want, but. Meanwhile, and it's hard to interpret everything else, right? You, 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 you know, Pacheco looks like he's amazing, right? I mean, I, I'm thinking Pacheco is is gonna, you know, eventually be the guy and and just, uh, you know, steal the position and 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 really, you know, siphon away all the volume. But the way it looks like the Chiefs think is that Jarek McKinnon is who we need when we want to win games, you know? So he's going to get those more valuable touches. The, and, the PPR and now points are his. the PPR points are his. And if, if he gets them, they are boom potential. Right. In yep. them. The right. Broken play. Remember, remember the broken play to Kelsey or to the broken play to Tyree kill ever. They're figuring out they can broken play McKinnon. I mean, literally, uh, th- this is incredible. This is the pass, like sideways. Lo- he's not even looking at him. I mean, it's a no look sideways touchdown to Jarek McKinnon. Imagine if he they tried to throw it to him in the flat or something. I don't know. Um, so I-, I like it. I'm not like you know. I got no money left, and honestly, I've got some Jarek McKinnon in some leagues already, man. Because you know, I'm, I'm that guy. I played him this week too. I'm going to win those matchups and go into the playoffs hot. Them going into eight playoffs. I got eight playoffs, eight chances at the money, maybe nine. Listen to this crazy shit, Jorge. In my home league, I've been out for weeks, man, for a long time, but I've been grinding. I'm three and eight. I was like, you never lay down. You do your best. I've won three in a row. I'm five and eight. If I win today by, uh, I, I need to, to at least, I need to win, right? So I need to not, I need to dodge 38 points from D Hop and Kyler Murray. At the same time, I need my other friend in a different game to have his defense and Nick Folk not score 30 points. So I got a big sweat to come back from three and eight for this kind of shit right now. It's just, it's, ah, it's awesome. So what about Jerick McKinnon for you? Are you a fade guy? Do you like him? Are you going to think this narrative that the offense is going to run through him kind of like me and Mike do, or is it, you know, wait and see. And it's a, you know, Pacheco season. No, I think I, I, I want McKinnon on my roster at some point and uh possible fle- uh, possible flex play uh and because of you know because of injuries he's going to get the passing work out of the backfield pacheco has been largely ignored in, in, in out of the backfield 
and and it's because McKinnon is really good. The wide receivers, there's no dominant receiver uh, catching passes. It's Travis Kelsey, and then everybody else is getting four to six targets. Juju sometimes. I love McKinnon. McKinnon may be saving me on one of my leagues. I still need uh, it, it. It's you know one of those classic shootouts. Uh, it, it's the super flex league that I told you about. That yeah, you know the guy I'm playing is over 200 points, and I I need Kyler Murray and New Hopkins to get to the get to 200 points and possibly win. But uh, it, it, but it is largely because McKinnon. I threw him as an emergency start in my in one of my flex plays. So he's. He's he's great, and you know what? They trust him because remember the playoffs last year. They he had a couple of games in mm-hmm. in the playoffs where where he, a couple hundred yard games, and it was because they they trust they trust him in that offense. So you always want a part of the you know one of the most high powered offenses anyway that plays at a fast mm-hmm. pace. I love yeah. love love McKinnon. I've been recommending him on my on Los Pickups the our, my waiver wire article for about three weeks in a row and i can't i can't i, I can't get them over 50 percent. I, I i don't know maybe you, you guys need so good it's they hate themselves he's had i mean this is ridiculous he, he's had 34 targets in the last seven games he's getting five targets a game um it, actually sorry the last six games he's getting six targets a game you know uh it, it, he, he really uh started the season kind of cold in the targets department but eight eight six nine this is what you want to see in the last uh four out of the last six weeks he's gotten close to eight or nine targets so and i and i really just think the formula on him is is simple and it's why i think he has value going forward but like take this week versus the texans i'm not going to start jared mckinnon you know um that's a that's an isaiah pacheco game it has pacheco written all over it right like the worst run defense in the league they're just they don't they're gonna mop up the floor with the texans and they'll just you know go in get the w you know but the following week they play seattle right that's gonna be a tough game that's gonna be a mckinnon type game where you're gonna want you know that it's there's gonna be some back and forth and they want to get the bye and that's where McKinnon is going to be getting value. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like it. Uh, Bo's scoffing at Chuba Hubbard already. So Bo uh, he hates let, him. Let, he, he hates him. him. Yeah. He thinks um, he, can, he, he can't catch passes. And that's what his job up, is. Brutal upcoming schedule. Okay. Um, 2-2 over Skoranek. Bo is coming on in the next two weeks. We've got to lock him and Danny down. But, uh, you know, we'll talk behind the scenes, you know, insider radio stuff later. We got to lock you down, Bo. Yeah, Chuba Hubbard, uh, he does not like him. What do you think about him, Jorge? I'm going to try to get these things off your face so you can actually be seen here and talk. Uh, what's your reaction to Chubbard? Uh, are you interested in he, Chubbard. He, Chubbard? Chubbard. I put <laughs> Chuba Hubbard. Chubbard, yeah. I got a Chubbard for Hubbard. What do you think? I'm not as, I'm not as emphatic as Bo, but I, I don't. You know, I, I don't love him. I mean, I feel like he keeps stealing just enough t- touches away from uh, Dante Foreman. That, to keep Foreman from being the guy that kind of like splashes for you for 5,500 or whatever he's going for on DK. Right. Um, I yeah. I, I kind of, I, I, I want the guy that's getting all, all the touches uh, or the great majority of touches and there. And I think there's about a 60, 40 split. So uh, I, um, I, I, I may, you know, because at this time of year you need all the running backs you can get. So right. I'm, I'm grabbing them, but I don't know if right. I'm starting them. 
I mean, honestly, we're it's because we're having such a good time with you here, Jorge. I mean, this is all trash. This is all except for Jared McKinnon. It's all garbage on the waiver wire here. Like, I'm not. I'm not even gonna well, pick up well, Marlon Mack. I don't want Ben Skranek. I don't well, want Tutu Atwell. I don't want any of these people. Well, maybe <laughs> hopefully you, you don't need any well, of if these. You people. need them. You I'd say get... Chuba and Jared McKinnon, though. You know, running backs again, like you said valuable like that like somebody's gonna get those guys you know okay so let's do this let's rank richie james chris moore jameson williams what, or william what do you think yeah it's williams but he's just not you can't say yeah there you go Ooh. i'll let i'll let jorge Ooh. go first who do i rank number one i probably yeah, go you... i probably that touchdown from to Williams looked really sweet, didn't it? I I, I like it. I, I always think that was sexy. I, I think yeah, it was very sexy. And and the and the Lions are playing really really well right now. I probably go Williams more James. I'm not I'm not big on J- Richie James. That offense is. Uh, yeah, it's it's. I mean, Daniel Jones is the faceless man behind the wire, so. Yo también, yo también on that as well. I, I'm uh, same rankings. Uh, I I I think the upside. W- Listen, Jameson Williams had one catch, you know, but like okay, he did right. exactly what we been all of us people had him in our IR spot all season. He did what he's supposed to do, and uh, yeah, the Lions continue to surge. So um, Chris Moore it was a great game. You know, Nico Collins. We don't know what you know. Brandon Cook, just I don't know. We don't know. So you're tired. You're tired. I I don't know. Yeah. But I would go in that order as well. Yeah. I like it. I mean, I do I do have to give a shout out to Denny Carter because I like him a lot more after yesterday because he said something like, God, can't we just will 10 receptions to Chris Moore? And it was on Twitter before the game. (laughs) I was like, Yeah. (laughs) I had him against Bo in the clash. I said, "Um, this is my prayer too, Denny. And uh and then later, it was Denny's fault. So I did a thing where it was like, your fault. You know what I mean? I, I loved it. It was a great call. So um, I don't think the 10 targets comes in. And Dallas really, they they're, they're, they were exposed as a, um, not that they're a fraud, but they, they're, the way they, they cover, if you get, they're, they're doing zone. So if you can get holes in the zone, you can, you know, beat them down the sides or in the middle. Depends on where the receiver routes are breaking off. But. Uh, it was a great game for Chris Morris, a perfect storm. I don't think they're going to do that again. So, um, yeah, Bo likes Williams. I do, too. Um, okay. We do have somebody in here that we all do love, and that's Chig. So, I mean. Ooh, get Chiggy with he's it. The pick up. Yeah, he's the pickup of all the people yeah, that we're talking about. That's the guy. Yeah, but Bo's saying no one's here. It's important. I mean, you got to get that, you know. Yeah, yeah big yeah. Chig. Big yeah, Chig big. is just surging right now. Yeah. Should have played, but what a, what a game! Go ahead, sorry. I did have him at twenty seven hundred on a couple of lineups yesterday, so uh, he he delivered for me. But yeah, just I mean, we don't know when Traylon Burks is coming back, and other than Traylon Burks, who else is he going to throw to? Throw it to Chig, you know. Not, I mean, yeah. he's not he's, he's only thrown a couple times to Derrick Henry, so yeah, Derrick he's Henry's he fumbling, and he, so. yeah. So I mean, Chig, you know, he's he's going to be a guy that he's not out there to block. He's only out there to run routes and, and right. catch passes. So I, I, I like, and he's a playmaker. That was a beautiful touchdown yesterday. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I just want to just, you know, put in Bo's face here, but Bo's saying he called more on Wednesday 
Um, I played him on Sunday, bro, against you, and that's why I beat you. So, yeah, that's all I have to say, <laughs> you know. So, uh, I, 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 you know, whatever. Anyway, um, yeah, Carolina defense or Steelers defense, I'll let you, uh, Mike, go first. Who, which one would you rather have if you only can grab one because you're not grabbing two defenses, if they're both on the wire, uh, both available, which one are you going after first? Either one, man. Like, they're both good defenses playing, you know, not that good of offenses. So, uh, you know, they're both good pickups for the week. Um, so pick it. Uh, uh, he what what did he sprain his knee or what was the a concussion oh, it was a concussion, concussion. Call. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's probably okay. missing this week you yeah, think he's gonna miss make, this week i mean that's make, what it comes down to for Panthers me over Steelers for me in this one i think with 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 mitch trubisky back there he is right awful so, so that's what it comes down to is is yeah. is who's who's you know behind center for the Steelers on sunday yeah Hooper is not very good. I'm just looking to see where they're where they're playing. Oh, oh, they're playing in Carolina too. Yeah, it's in Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think I lean toward Carolina. Me too. Yeah, they're they're good. They're they're good with their 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 pass defense is their strength. They've got Brian Burns as a really good uh, pass rusher. Mitch, I mean Mitch Trubisky. What did he throw? Three picks yesterday in relief. So they can get some. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's Carolina for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, by the way, I'm so glad that Bo's, you know, here. I think they, they can win the South, by the way. I, I agree with Bo. Yeah. That's a hot take. It's crazy, yeah, so right? Yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. So, all right. That wraps up the wire. We're going to jump over to elevate, mitigate, and eviscerate. Ooh, uh, trademark favorite. pending, patent pending here. Um, let's talk uh, a little QB. Now, I'll, I'll preface this, man. Mike White can take a fucking shot. Holy yeah. shit, man! Guy got lit up by uh, Milano. Uh, he he just gave him a, a tattoo of his you know chest against his rib cage. He just crushed him. Dude, it was one of the best hits I've seen. Legal, but just destructive, man. Uh, do you think he plays Jorge at top notch? Do you think he's going to be there? I'm I'm a little worried. I'm not going to lie. It, it's. I mean, it, it, it's going to be tough. I mean, I, I mean, we saw what playing through a rib injury, how it limited Justin Herbert. I mean, he was not he he hasn't been full on Justin Herbert till recently. I don't think there was a cracked rib on him, but um, it, it's oh, he he still played through. I mean, uh, as I I do have that question that question in a super flex league where he's one of the guys that I that I'm playing because I have uh, Lamar Jackson hurt, but um, I, yeah, I. I I'm, I may look to start him. You still got Garrett Wilson. And uh, let's see, who are they playing this week? And the Lions. They play the Lions. So it's whether – It's in Jets. It's at the Jets. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm taking that chance. I think I am taking that chance. Yeah. 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 He, he, he how, about, how about if he doesn't start, start Joe Flacco? Oh, <laughs> Flacco. Yeah. They're playing the Lions. The line, yeah. They give up 35 points a game. They're the worst at the position. Like, it's a juicy, juicy matchup yeah, for who's go, ever, go. you know, lining up to, to take snaps. Blackman was throwing the ball 50 times a game the first three weeks of the season. So yeah. let's not pretend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned Pacheco before. Did you want to elaborate any more on the game script theory? I really like it, kind of trying to nail down how a game's going to go. You can't ever – it was 27 nothing at one point yesterday, and then the Broncos came roaring back. But uh, it, it, I think uh, this this idea that Pacheco is going to kind of just 
you know, get get the carries, kind of grind it out, eight yards, six yards, five yards of pass to Kelsey's seventeen yards, and then you know, I, I like it. Um, Mike, what do you what do you think about this? You know, uh, hey, jump in. Whoever wants to take the mic, I'll jump in real quick because I'm I'm so excited about this game, and you know, Pacheco has been a guy that you keep starting, and you know, he has this. He's perfect. This is what we do. Um. Jorge, when we do elevate mitigative this rate, is we find those fringe bubble guys and we say start them, sit them. That's what Isaiah Pacheco is. He's a bubble guy. He's he's somebody that you're gonna stress about. So fantasy millionaire saying put him in because this matchup is just begging for his skill set. And I, I I don't I don't I I like number one can't wait to see his price tag. I haven't started you know building lineups yet. But you know he's been hovering around fifty seven hundred in DFS. Like this, this is a smash. Like, like he might be my hundred fifty lineup guy this week. I'm I. He's just been waiting to break a forty yarder. Like that guy runs. Like he is. Like he 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 runs. Like every run is worth like a hundred thousand dollars to him. I can't wait for this week because I think this is going to be a week where we finally see him break out and get like a 30 yard to the end zone, um, which he's capable of. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up. Uh, I'll give it to you in a second here. I don't want to like disengage from the show, um, but uh, I'm trying to find it. It's all showdowns right now. Oh, I'm, I'm looking. looking. I'm what, looking his price too. tag? But I mean, the Texans, I mean, it's just like they're, 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 they're having free cards this year, you know, where yeah. you just look at the lineup and you're like, this is a smash. Like he's yeah. playing the Texans. Like they can't stop the run. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Um, what about JK Dobbins sneaking back into the, into the season last night? I like yesterday. I mean, it just went, Holy shit. Is that JK? I got him on some teams. I didn't even. <laughs> oh my I God. believe that. JK. I mean, it was funny. Like I was at a, I was at a family get together. So I was, I was kind of just, I, I, I wasn't as engaged on football as I, as I would have liked to have been, but uh, then I, I saw that I saw like in the third quarter that he already had a hundred yards. I was just like, wow. Talk about Lazarus coming back from the dead. I mean, it was just, right. he was, I mean, it was great. You know, though, though Edwin Porras, he, Dr. Edwin Porras, he pointed out, he goes, he, he's still got a little bit of a limp to him. So yeah. Uh, yeah. he doesn't have he saw gonna, that on that breakaway. Good. Yeah exactly exactly so he's that you know maybe he's still breaking through some scar tissue or something like that and looking at him for next year but you know what they're they're gonna give him if they're gonna give him the rock right now ride him i i'd say here's what i, I think i was gonna the, re- the reason i like it is because cleveland's defense next week they give up 27 uh 0. 0.77 points per game 17 touchdowns total uh, and almost two thousand yards. I mean, I don't. It's almost fifteen hundred rushing yards and, and five thousand pass. I don't understand. I don't understand. Uh, and then, I mean, you know, Deshaun Watson's gonna be getting picked off and tackled and sacked, and you know, Ravens going crazy. Uh, so I, I like this uh, game to kind of you know be J.K. Dobbins. He maybe gets two touchdowns. Maybe he gets some goal line work because that's what his role was before. You know, so, um, you know, if he's on the fringe and you need an RB, I think he's a nice little sneaky play. So totally agree. Totally agree. All right, Collins, I got to give you the mic for Michael Pittman because, you know, my stance on Pittman, I'm going to get him every week and it's a good. Listen, 
That is why I was looking through Elevate Mitigate Eviscerate, looking for the, the fringe guy. And Michael Pittman has been uh, stacks his mitigate for the last four weeks. I say pull him off the pine, put him in this game versus the Vikings where, you know, number one, it, you know, the Vikings are, are going to get out to a lead. Um, they're going to be playing catch up. Uh, they're going to have to throw the ball. You know, Matt Ryan got awful performance uh, last time. He's still Every the starting time. quarterback. Um, and he, he, there's going to be some continuity with that offense. I think it's smart. They, they just ride Matt, Matt Ryan into the sunset here and just they're not going to the playoffs. Here, here comes Michael Pittman. He's just due. I mean, the dude stacks has been on point he's he's maybe out of like one of the last four times you've you've been wrong you've said yeah he's he's been you know getting nine ten point performances out of a guy that was drafted in the second round i think this is he's this is a week the vikings uh they're giving up a lot of points to the wide receiver position uh and they're and it's a it's a perfect uh you know it's a perfect storm you know it's it's they're they're gonna have to throw the ball to stay with them and here comes michael pittman so hmm. it's sexy i do, do like him i you know i do like him I, i've got him on my scott fishbowl team and i'm starting him this week he's he's going up against minnesota and they're i think they're giving up over 300 yards a game uh passing yards a game and Michael Pittman is the number one guy that Matthew Matt Ryan looks for. So it's uh, I think this is a game that's going to see some points scored. And uh, and I think Pittman's going to I don't know if he gets 100 yards, but I think he's a threat um, to get like 75, 80 yards, maybe maybe even a touchdown, get six or seven catches. He's the primary guy. Who else is he? I mean, you, we, Alec Pierce, Paris Campbell, they're nice stories. But Pittman is is the main guy there. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, I'm going to concede on this one and say he's not a terrible play. Um, a, a not a terrible play. Dawson Knox, he's quietly going up against a Miami Dolphins team that gives up like 15 points to the tight end every week. Seven touchdowns, over mm-hmm. 600 passing yards or receiving yards. You know, I guess passing to the quarterback, but receiving to the tight ends. This is a sneaky little play here, Collins. Tell me more about it because I like it. Yeah, all the things you just said, um, you know, giving up a lot of receptions. And then also now you have and the receptions are good, too. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, giving up, I think it's six receptions per game, um, you, you know, close close to 60 yards, over 15 points. And then also you have the ascendance of Dawson Knox over the last few weeks, too, where he's getting looks again. He He, he can be hit or miss. So again, that's why he's on this this portion of the program where you're you're looking at a guy and you're in the playoffs. I think you can roll the dice this week versus Miami. I I, I I'm gonna put Dawson Knox on those weak tight end team. I mean, there's only I mean, even Andrews has been having some bad games recently. I mean, and and then Kelsey. I mean, of course, a bad game for him is is nine points, but um, you know, uh, it, it's like. It's been it's been it's been rough this year, especially a for all the Kyle Pitts guys. So, wow. yeah. um, I think Dawson Knox. It's a good week to do it. Pull the trigger. Yeah, or hey, you you uh, you feel Kyle signing this at all? Yeah, it's it's just the way the tight end position is. You got you got to start the guy who's tied to Josh Allen. I, right. Mm-hmm. I think that it, it it's it's as simple as that. 
I don't think you're going to find 12 guys that are better than that, that are better options on a get on a week to week basis. So I, you know, I'm firing up Knox and praying for a touchdown. I'm letting a veladora for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of, you know, doesn't hurt when, you know, Josh Allen's got 26 touchdowns. So that's good. That's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. Uh, Bengals defense. Uh, this seems like a, a, a no brainer slam dunk arama. Uh, who, who are they facing, Collins? They are facing the Bucks. Who oh, right, Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom fucking going Brady. down the toilet right in front of our eyes. Yeah, it's it's just crazy. It's crazy. Uh, it's to watch crazy. it happen, it, it, they, they're, they're just becoming completely anemic. I can't put my finger on what it is besides that they – I mean, I'm blaming ultimately cursed. the head coach. It's a, it's a divorce curse. We know that. Yeah, Giselle might be cursing him. Uh, it's 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 odd to watch, but in the meantime, um, you know, I think the Bengals, uh, it, it, they're they're this is a this is an opportunity to just take advantage of a team that can't get first downs. They just don't get first downs. So, yeah. how about take the uh, interception prop? Uh, if they have a prop you know, on Sunday, yeah, for Tom Brady, that might just be a nice little sneaky winner. You know, if they if they allow, and, it, and so. he just and he hasn't been throwing, he hasn't been throwing them, but just in the last couple of weeks, and it's because he's getting so much pressure all of a sudden, right? And he's and, not and he just throwing balls in the dirt. Yeah, oh, I see him getting they, angrier and angrier. People, they just need to redesign the coaching staff. I don't think is doing a good job. I mean, they should just they should run their whole offense as a two minute drill. I mean, that's the, yeah. that's the only time they're good is when they're running a two minute drill. Yeah, it's true. Well, I, I I like the call. All right, let's talk a little mitigation here. You know, um, trying to pick some guys that are hot. I mean, I started Jared Goff might win my matchup uh, to get into the playoffs this week, but next week he's up against the Jets, ah, and he's on the road too. His home road splits are just some something to behold. I mean, it's it's a uh, it's a uh, I can't believe it's not butter. Oh no, it tastes like shit. It definitely <laughs> is butter. You know, not butter. Duck butter. It's fucking terrible. And in New York, the the East Coast, last time he went there, he played against uh, New England. He just got like railroaded, you know, just ridiculous, like three points or something. So uh, I'm I'm co-signing this, Mike, before you even get to talk. This is your mitigation, but I have him, and I'm kind of now I got to go pick up Brock Purdy. So you know, ah. yeah, yeah, I I think you said enough, man. You know, DJ Chark as well facing the Jets. I mean, that yeah, defense is just legit, dude. Demo you know, scene. yep. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm, I, I, you know, the only person that you can, you know, safely start um, right now is just Amon Ross St. Brown, you know, versus the Jets. I, I, I'm, I'm nervous about everybody else. Jorge, what do you think about this Jets defense? What have you noticed in the first, uh, you know, I guess half of the season? You know, do you think they got the staying power, the rookies? I mean, this is the first time they've gotten into this type of uh, long football. Normally, they're at home waiting to go to the, you know, the Fiesta Bowl or something. <laughs> they, they got studs all over the place, and, and they're, they're still playing well. I mean, they gave Josh Allen fits yesterday. Yep. And, and yes, they did. Now, all of a sudden, they've got, they've got Jared Goff. I, I just looked it up. He's... 20 touchdowns, three interceptions at home, but on the road, two touchdowns, four interceptions. 
Right. So two Hard touchdowns in right seven there. games. So that that's why I'm looking at. I, I think the Jets D is uh, you can run on them a little bit. You, you can run on them more than you can pass on them. So I've got to start Jared. Actually, no, I think I've got a bye week on my, on on a super flex Good team where he's my second quarterback. So um, so I think I'm I think I'm okay, and uh, I don't have to start him this week. Hopefully, I, th- I don't know where he where he is in week sixteen. So I, I'm I'm looking to sit him this week. It's gonna it's yeah. it's gonna be a rough one, and and if weather is even in play, I mean, I still from the Rams days. I, I remember when he ever had to go to weather; it was not pretty. No. No, um, I'm going to not co-sign the Travis Etienne uh, mitigation here because running back is such a, a volatile situation week to week. There are variances, um, but you got to see him. I mean, here's the thing. He's not been getting receptions. That's the thing that's been maddening. Maybe they'll figure it out and start giving him receptions in this Cowboys game because they'll be losing and they need to keep up. Um, Damian Pierce got a touchdown, though. I mean, Damian Pierce, you know, I mean, I think Etienne's a little different. He's got wiggle. He doesn't have the, the, the fierceness. But um, tell me this, Mike. Like, I, I, sell me on this because, like, right now I'm just like I can't I can't put this, you know, seal of approval on. It might be a $1,000 okay. for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll say this. I mean, it's hard. You know, it's hard to to pick guys uh, oh, yeah. to to, to mitigate. Hard. You know, especially running backs going to be the hardest one. You know, because you're just like you know, you know who to start, who to sit. I'll just say this about Etienne. Well, first of all, the Cowboys are a top five um, rushing defense for fantasy purposes, so yeah, it's a, it's true. it's not an optimal matchup. Um, they, you know, Pierce he got lucky i mean they they got an interception and he had to get like 11 yards and that's all they do is they just hand him the ball um so yeah he was able to get in the end zone um travis Etienne, uh to me ever since he hurt one of his big beautiful feet uh he just has not looked quite right and you know maybe this is a week where it i mean we sure wouldn't be saying this five weeks ago when he was popping. Um, But ever since that injury, it just sort of looks like he isn't uh, at a hundred percent. So, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely tough to sit him. It's a tough week to sit, sit him if you're in the playoffs and you have ETM, but I'm, I would say uh, if you have the luxury, I would, I would, I would, that's, that's, that's Cash's thoughts. Yeah. Jorge, what do you think about this? It's controversial, you know. 1.9 and 1.5 are two of the last three yards per carry. Not good. Yeah, I mean, it's tough, but he's still he's still the guy getting getting touches. He's right. still the guy. He's still the primary guy. You know, run, you know, running back there. And I mean, yeah, Dallas. I mean, the one thing that helps them, Dallas. It's it's a home game for Jacksonville, so Dallas is. You know they become more more that defense becomes more mortal on grass than on uh on the on the fake turf so but man i tell you i tell you dallas is going to be pissed after after almost giving giving the game to houston uh those guys are going to be those guys are going to be keyed up i mean yeah you're right about you are right about etienne um being a guy that is you know that that uh, has not been himself. I think it's been since week nine, since he had a hundred scrimmage yards. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, that, that's a lifetime, this part of the, this part of the football mm-hmm. season. So I, I, but the thing is the one thing that's tough, you know, he's going to get touches and it's, 
I would imagine that'd be hard to have two running backs better than Etienne on a fantasy team at this point of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it, unless it's like an eight or a 10 team league, um, if you're in a 12, 14 team league, he's your guy and you're, you're riding with them and you're, you're just hoping and praying that he, you know, maybe gets, maybe gets a good game and, and uh, has a good game and falls into the, t- falls into the end zone with a touchdown. Catches I just touchdown. think you could, you could have teams Catches, where you have yes. Pacheco and, and you have four stud wide receivers or whatever, you know, and yes. you need to, you need to start too. And you have, you know, some other stud like yeah, Tony Pollard or whatever. You know, Miles Sanders, you're going to start him, and then you have to choose between ETN and Pacheco. I'm going Pacheco. You know, I am too. A, I am too. I like that call. Yeah, I'm not against those calls. All right. You know, um, I, I don't, I'm not co signing the, the Evan Ingram one either. Um, but if Bo's still around, I can talk some shit about that with Bo because I've been talking <laughs> some shit with, about that with Bo for a while. But anyway, uh, Deontay Johnson. Oh. I loved that guy before. He was a top eight in in um, like just you know for adjusted target share, like one of the best proficient wide receivers in the NFL when he first came in his rookie year. He's great, you know. I used to love him, and now he's fade. He's just a fade. He drops the Big ball fade. all the time. Still, like he just he looks lost. Kenny Pickett is terrible. So is Mitch Trubisky. I just bring back you know Cordell Stewart. I mean, seriously, it's just not great <laughs> right now for them. So. Uh, I'm I'm just fully fading Deontay Johnson. He he can get you 8.9, 7.3, 6.9 points all you want. I don't care. He's done. It it's it it's rough to think to think about that, how far he's fallen. I have him all over the place on teams. <laughs> and I'm yeah. sitting him. I'm sitting him. I mean, I, I sat him for George Pickens in one league, uh, and and Scott Fishbowl, actually. And it, you know, it's it's just really, really rough. I mean He's he's asking for you know the the washed Ben Roethlisberger times, so uh, you know right. that that where he just got fed fed fed. Oh man, it's it's been tough to it's been tough to watch. And uh, yeah, this weekend he had a he had a uh, a better game, but I mean I'm not trusting him against Carolina's good pass defense in Carolina with Mitch Trubisky pitching it. Mm-hmm. Not not, not good about it. Eat his lunch. Yeah. He's yeah. just gonna like just man him, you know. He's a he's a hoss, by the way. You see his interception last week. It's mm. a bad man. That's tippy a bad toe, man. tippy toe, snuck in front of him. Don't you know? Snatched that fucking thing out of the air right in front of DK Metcalf. Too. Metcalf was like, "I'm about to catch it." JC Horn was like, "Fuck you, I'm about to take that shit." <laughs> he tiptoed into he had, to, he had to body DK. I mean, you jump in front of DK, you're a wild man. So. Um, Collins, talk about Evan Ingram. Are you in the Bo hype train that he gets one of these games every once in a while? He's not good because I know I'm not in the Bo hype game, but I do think that, uh, you know, uh, he, he's somebody that was drafted, probably got on the waiver wire or whatever. Um, I think he, I just think again, the matchup, uh, Cowboys are not only top five versus the run, they're top five versus the tight end position as well. Um, you know, it's a, it's a really good defense. Um, I think it's a, it's a touchdown dependent matchup. I agree with what Jorge said. I think the Cowboys, um, are offended, uh, by how that last game went. And I do think the Cowboys are, um, legit. I mean, I I think that they're just going to keep getting better. Uh, 
I think that this is going to be, you know, the Jags are um, putting together, you know, good performances, um, but they're still, uh, you know, bipolar. And I just think this is a better team. Uh, I, I don't, I just don't like the matchup. Um, so, you know, he, he's going to need to get a touchdown in this game for him to be relevant. Maybe that happens. It's possible, but I'm, I'm, I'm nervous about the, the, the Cowboys defense. Okay. I'm not going to be tr- too critical. I'm just going to say this. He has been boomer bust in the offense, but he's had games with eight targets, 10 targets, six targets, seven targets, six targets, seven targets, 15 targets, right? Last two games, he's had 22 targets and he's had three touchdowns. He's had 16 receptions. And so you're seeing Trevor Lawrence finding him and being successful. And I think that I can't fade somebody who's sixth overall in targets when you when you don't have that many options in tight ends. Like it's a valid point. That's all I'm saying. Seventy four targets is six. It's it's one of the best. So like I'm it, it's a say, very valid point. I'm gonna say no, but that's okay. I still like you. Um, Broncos defense. This I just I didn't I changed the graphic, but I didn't change of course their name. I'd have to like update it. Like I got to update all these names. Um, but the, the Broncos D was we said to fade them last week because they're playing the Chiefs. You just start just drop the Broncos defense because yeah, I think they got Russell a Wilson and and Rippin all these guys are terrible. It's just the worst. Yeah, it's a great defense, but um, uh, I yeah with uh, it. I mean, you saw like Russell Wilson had a contusion on his head. Um, That's terrible. I mean, uh, I, I it, it was a bummer, man. I I don't hate Russ like everybody else does. Like I do think he's a weirdo, you know. But I was I was getting excited during that game. Like when he ran for that, I was like, "This is awesome! Here we go! It's finally Russell Wilson time!" Like, and then he just got so as soon as he got thumped on the ground, I was like, "He's gonna! He's not getting up!" Like you saw him lying there, like not breathing right and you're like oh he's right. done so like can he pick it the same thing same right. thing right yeah um jorge you you okay with sitting those guys this week uh you know what it's gonna be hard to fa- have a better option because right. they're at home they've got a little bit of a pass rush they they got patrick sertan sertain I don't, I don't know how we say his name mm-hmm. uh to you know he's gonna he's gonna be a shutdown corner who's gonna who's gonna run with the you know the the number one receiver. So he's going to be, he's going to be checking D hop next week. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it's uh, it, teams. And, and I, I noticed this, the, the chargers, the last several years, whenever they play a mile high, it's just different for them. So I, I think it could be, I think Denver could be a sneaky defense to play in DFS. Mm-hmm. I, I, pl- I threw them out there yesterday just because I wanted to pay down, uh, on the defense, I think they were 2,300 in, in, in DK and, you know, got a couple of interceptions and I think they got, I think they got me more points than the Cowboys, uh, yeah. defense points did. The freaking Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, I like the contrarian thoughts. I, uh, we got to run through these quick and, and, and get on no. to our, our DFS stacks and then get out of here. But, um, and we got three treats too, but, uh, what, what do you think about, uh, anybody you're keeping here? Travis Homer, Kenny Pickett, oh, 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 Beckham Jr. Uh, I put Duvernay on there, Foster Moreau and the Bucks dead defense. Peace out. Peace out to all. Adios. Adios. Yeah. yeah they're, just, they're just not good. 
Yeah. It's a bummer with OBJ. I had a couple teams where I was like, you know, come on, man. But I wouldn't even, even if, even if he signs with the team in the next week, I don't care because he's not. He's already like, he's he's not going to be trustable. You can't trust him in the not fantasy season. So no. see ya. No, not at right. all. I mean, you know what? Last time, last time he came back when he came back from his his knee injury, it took eleven months. Eleven months mm-hmm. is middle of January. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's just to come right. back. So mm-hmm. yeah, this off a flight for being high on perk. I mean, I can't. <laughs> come on, bro. allegedly. Um, okay, let's get to our stacks real quick. Jorge, you can tell us which stack you like better. Uh, Cash is stacked, or mine. Cash has got this crazy guy named Justin Herbert and some other crazy guy named Keenan Allen. Colin, sell me on this uh, diamond stack of yours. Man, we were on the phone last night just talking about Justin Herbert when he has Keenan Allen and now he has Mike Williams too it, the, the his his rib has healed he is he is a uh, a fully ribbed man again uh back there slinging it looking like what we thought he was going to look like um Tennessee horrible horrible set of corners over there it's just a perfect matchup and it's a cheap diamond stack at 14,000 yeah, uh that you know maybe uh, maybe I'm going 150 on on Herbert this week because oh, shit. I, You're pivoting this is because because I, I think I think it's so safe like I think you could do so many builds and you know Keenan Allen's going to get 12 targets, you know. Right. So whether he gets in the end zone or not, he's going to get you 15 points versus 21 points. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's a safe, cheap diamond build. We might have to to Galaxy Brain a uh, a single entry tournament together. It's like you know 50 bucks or you know 30 bucks or something, and try to we should do the up. spy like a 300 joint. I don't, I don't have that much of my account. Yeah, but if we just all three, you know what I'm saying? Like it's 50 bucks each. You know what I'm saying? Like me, you, oh, and both, oh, oh, or okay. Like we do yeah. the spy and we galaxy Ooh. brain. I would, yeah, we could talk about that for sure. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Canton's yeah. finest. Yeah, I, I'm getting yeah, money. Yeah. Um, my, my, I, I was talking, you know, Jorge alluded to a little bit of my stack earlier. That's why I said we'd, we'd pivot back. But, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts all day, every day, man. He, <sighs> He is just he, he's like the top three quarter. He's like the, the Josh Allen of last year right now. Um, he's the tits. Yeah, he's the, he's late tits. He's late he tits. tits, bro. He's late tits. Um, uh, and then AJ Brown is set to go off at any time. And against F- uh, Chicago, man, their defense is not good. They've been playing nobody. I know they they had a, a buy or whatever, but like they're gonna come back and Fields will be back. It should be a good game. Yeah, I think it should be like one of those like. 38 24 games you know a high total but man this game could go crazy for aj brown for reals i'll tell you what i'll give you he's on a hot run yeah 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 yeah. i didn't mean to step over you i'll tell you my little pushback and why because you know looked Mm -hmm. at this for my diamond one thing about the eagles i heard somebody say this and it's a it's really good analysis the bears suck versus the run right they're Mm -hmm. they're bottom bottom defense philly doesn't really think too hard about stuff like what you stink at is what they will do so i i i mean i do expect miles sanders to have a really nice game this game and aj brown will have a nice game as well you know he's aj brown so that can happen at any point um but it's it's a volatile stack it will be an under-owned or rostered stack for sure maybe we'll see it 
It is going to be under-owned. The only thing that worries me is I believe Dallas Goddard could be back for this game. Ooh. And it seems like it seems like that, you know, with, with him out, it's Devontae Smith or AJ Brown, and they're both going to get 10 targets. Uh, but when it was when it was Goddard, you know, like six to eight targets. So that that would that would slow it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like your analysis. Uh, so just and and on the other side, I mean, and plus I've just been picking on Tennessee's defense all season. It's mm-hmm. just you know I in my recommendations and in DFS uh, except for yesterday because I was worried about uh, Trevor Lawrence's foot, but no I I uh, yeah it's it's going to be a game in the you know inside SoFi Stadium. But uh, by the way, did you guys uh, did you guys hear this that the that the Dolphins had uh, uh, portable warmers uh, portable heaters on the side on the sidelines at SoFi Stadium last night? That's hilarious. And, you no. think they're going to have that in? You think they're going to have that? Yeah, in Buffalo. I mean, in in SoFi Stadium, where it was probably like sixty degrees, and you think That's they'll hilarious. have that in Buffalo next week? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Buffalo in a landslide, bro! Yeah. Oh my gosh, that just makes me laugh so hard. What a bunch of soft pansies! Sorry, we don't to call people pansies anymore. Is that word? I don't is know. That, I, I haven't seen. I think it's okay. Let's stop yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's just you know, us, or, right? It's just us. Yeah, just, yeah it's just yeah. us. So don't oh, worry yeah, about yeah. it. Anyway. <laughs> But that's some pansy stuff. That's for sure. That's not Ratcliffe would not approve of that stuff. Um, I'm going to go a little bit undercut your stack with my own little Mike Williams stack. And I think your stack is, is more security. Mine's got the Ooh. touchdown upside, man. Those toe tap and corner of the end zone over the top. Everybody else because he's taller than everybody else and got a vert that's like a motherfucker. Uh, that's him. That's him. You know, down contested catch sideline guy at the corner of the pylon. That's all he can do. And that's all you need him to do. So you don't even run him out there, but fifty percent of the time. Uh, so it, it will not be rostered as much, but it's a little cheaper. Uh, Mike, what do you feel about the undercut here? I love it. Fifty percent of the time, it works every time. Uh, Mike Williams is back, and I made forty bucks last night on the prop bet for forty-seven and a half over. Uh, you know that was that was a that was a that was a horrible line for his receiving yards, but it was based on him being injured. When you see that guy on the field, he's so athletic. I mean, he just makes play after play after play after play. So, again, this is feeding into my desire to uh, 150 build Justin Herbert this week because now I'm I'm fat stacking it. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm Keenan Allen, Mike Williams in it, you know? Mm -mm -mm. It's not bad. Jorge, which which stack do you like better, by the way? I like the saving the money with the big upside in Mike Williams. Just because mm-hmm. I mean that fifty-six yarder that that he caught last night. I mean it just shows he's the big play guy for them, and uh, I I think he's he's the guy who could just take the one you know over the middle twenty yard twenty yard catch and turn it into a fifty yard touchdown. And uh, mm-hmm. it's just oh he's he was the part that you know kind of like that last part to unlock that offense. And I just think Herbert mm-hmm. Herbert hopefully is going to have a nice little run here at the end. Yeah, I'm sorry so. to cut your counts, and I got the Jorge love. So, yeah, <laughs> I still love both. Hey, here. look, look, your your gold stack is expensive, though. Look how oh, cheap my diamond talk, stack is. You let's know? also and talk about how cheap your gold stack is. It's a nice uh, another thing. cheap. I I like to find the value. You know, this is a very nice cheap people gold their money. stack. Uh, as as Jorge mentioned, I don't think. Uh, Nuke's going to have any problem with uh, Patrick Sertan. I, I I think he's Nuke, and he doesn't matter who is d up that guy. But, you know, 
factor it in, factor it in. Like he's, 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 uh, you know, it'll be a tougher game for him. Uh, and then meanwhile, uh, you have, uh, the old college teammates, uh, can't wait to see what they look like tonight. Uh, but Marquise Brown, uh, being back on the football field, uh, you get, you, you just get value there. You know, he loves to, I mean, he loves, he loves to pepper that guy with targets, right? So, uh, you, you, Kyler Murray, I think, um, you know, he's one of those guys too, that like in DFS, like his bad games, you know, they're 20 points because of the rushing upside too. So I just look at this as, uh, you know, a, a, a sneaky build, you know, uh, because like Denver is a good defense. Yeah. Oh, Jorge, will you be having any nuke, any uh, Marquise? What do you think about this? Uh, you know what? I might go Marquise, but you know what? One thing that I remembered that uh, that happened two, three weeks ago where Devontae Adams took Patrick Sertain to school. And I think he just, I think he went like 85 yards and two touchdowns just when the two of them were locked up against each other. And I, mm-hmm. and I think about it, it's like D hop is one of the guys that's on the same level as, as Devonte Adams. He could, he is good enough where he could probably do something similar and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and take him down. It's, it, I, I will, the only thing I'm, I, I worry about is if it snows in Denver, so mm-hmm. we know that it can they can be sixty degrees. Yeah, snow, um, snow, but because yeah, I love I do love D Hop. I do love D Hop, and I'm hoping for Kyler Murray to have a big closing kick because I have him too yeah. many places, <laughs> too <Yeah>. many places. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's talk. You cheat me out of the silver stack too, you son of a bitch. Um, but I got you. I got you on the upside here with Garrett Wilson and 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 Mike White. I believe. Um, you know, but I don't know. Zay Jones has been looking like the man as well. His little, his little touchdown toe tap uh, pylon cam thing was just a thing of beauty. You know, so uh, what, what do you think, uh, Collins? T- t- sell me on this little stack here with uh, Trevor Lawrence and Zay Jones. Zay Jones, man, just not getting the DFS respect week in, week out. And just, you know, floors of 10, ceilings of, you know, 20. And, um, and, continuing to factor into that offense trevor lawrence continuing to grow as a quarterback and dallas really good defense um you know they they have digs but uh you know they're they're, the primary weapon on that team is christian kirk and that is the worst thing they do as a defense is give up points at the wide receiver position so i just think it's a nice little sneaky play where you can get Zay Jones again on the cheap. Um, and that I'm not going to be getting a ton of exposure. I might have zero exposure because I might be building all Herbert lineups. Um, but if I do, that would be my stack. I, I'm not, I'm not going to expect uh, a big game out of Kirk. Um, at, and you can get Zay Jones for, I think he was priced at, uh, you know, forty nine hundred again or something like that. So he he's got uh, eleven targets per game in his last four games. Forty three. Yeah, so that's nasty. Yeah. So it's nasty and cheap. He's got only one touchdown. So he's got some touchdown upside to to regress the other way. This year he's only got two. So he could he could go on a run where he gets you a, a touchdown too. So mm-hmm. I, I do like that. On my side here, Garrett Wilson. I mean, there's just I mean, he's the man. You know, I mean. <laughs> 
it's it's hard not to see it. Uh, and, and then also it's Detroit. And so you right. need to see the shootout, the bing, bing, bong, 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 you know. And, um, if Flacco gets the start, you might be down in my neighborhood too. It's probably like 11-1 or something like that, you yeah. know. So he's got 101 targets, you know. Right. So, I mean, last three games, he's gotten 50, he's got 30 targets. So, you right. know, 10 a game. I, I got no complaints there, but uh, I like it. All right. Uh, Jorge, I don't know if, if you are a man who believes in, 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 in the sanctity of language, but here on the show, we do not. And um, <laughs> we, 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 we are going to prove that. Uh, by my tweet, at least, Collins. Do you want to start with three tweets? How do you want to do? Three oh, you can tweets? go. You can go. Okay, mine's mine's pretty like you know like um, yeah, it's Starrett's. I've already seen it, but that's okay. great. I love well, it. Let me apologize for a delay in this. All right, All right. Can you guys all right. this guy. First of all, Hori, he is a hilarious upcoming stand-up that pretty, he'll he'll be known very shortly. Like he's really really right. funny, and he's from Baltimore. Um, he's a Greek dude from Baltimore. He doesn't talk like this and he's just, in real life, this is, a joke. but this is like literally where he grew up. He grew yeah. up in the inner city of Baltimore and this is how people in Baltimore are. It's perfect. Can you hear him first of all, Collins? Yeah, you could hear him a little bit. I'd turn it okay, up. Here we go. I heard it. I heard it. Oh, here we go. Um, first of all, let me apologize for a delay in this video. Um, I had got locked up for the night because I asked my chiropractor for a happy ending. Um, now that we got that out of the way. <laughs> Fuck the Steelers, yo. Let's fucking get Ravens, baby. The Steelers fucking suck dick. Pittsburgh sucks dick, yo. <laughs> fucking Kenny only throws pickets. You see his ass faking an injury because he was too scared to face the Ravens defense, yo. That hit was enough, yo. If that was me, I would have eaten that shit up. Fucking touchdown pass next play, yo. But not everybody's built like a fucking champion like me or Joe Flacco. <laughs> in the game so that they could defeat the Bills, by the way. Anyway, Kenny's fucking too scared to play, so who y'all throw in there? Mitch only throws pickskies, yo. Mitch fucking sucks. Mitch threw about as many fucking interceptions as he has inches of penis. Three. Steelers suck. Ravens fucking rule. Suck my dick, Pittsburgh. We're going to the fucking Super Bowl, Ravens, baby. <laughs> oh, no. he, he is so crazy. He's the craziest guy. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm crying behind these sunglasses. He he he's he's not really like that, which is just makes it even funnier. Uh that's awesome. really funny. So I I went hard this week, Mike. I, I can't I was not Yeah, to, I you know, I didn't have I didn't I I sent you three. I don't know yeah. which one I want to choose because I'm already gonna nominate you as the winner with Stavros. <laughs> um I mean I have one, you know, about you know, Joey Bag of Donuts had a good one. Uh, you know, husband tells me his fantasy football team has spent countless hours managing. Uh, he did not even make the playoffs. Says, uh, congratulations. That's quite a waste of time. That's a funny one. Love that one. But since I'm going to lose, I'm squeezing in my, my, my only tweet, even though I got in another one. I'll go up to, um, yeah, Rob. Yeah, Rob Delaney. He has not tweeted in a while, mm. and um, this is uh, it, it. Just made me happy to see him on here because he was a staple of Twitter uh, when we got on here in like 2010, 2011. And he's just like doesn't do it anymore. And he just came out. This doesn't tweet anymore. But he came out with a classic Rob Delaney tweet at LAPD. 
Uh, my wife developed a taste for rat meat in Portuguese prison. Is it legal for me to catch and grill rats for her on our houseboat? <laughs> he just came off the top ropes after he hasn't tweeted in like three years with a classic Rob Delaney tweet. So that was like, I think it, I think it I think it depends if he's in international waters. He can grow them. So. Yeah, yeah, I think he can. Was that he hadn't tweeted for three years? I don't know. He's not. He's not who he used to be. You know, he would. He would have tweets like this like all day long. He would. He, this would be your timeline if you followed him. They would just be weird, crazy tweets <laughs> at, at LAPD. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, Collins. This. This is. This is a. This is a tweet for you because, you know, uh, I'm not sure if you saw this before, but. I thought this was just like the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Have you have you heard about this? No. People who are getting disabled on purpose. Have you heard about that? No. No. Yeah. It, it's it's not good. They're calling themselves uh, transabled. Uh, it's one of the craziest things I've ever heard too. Whether it's it's you know not being able to walk or or choosing to be blind uh, by choice. Uh, I want to get your live react. Is there anything that you would give up? Uh, what, what, what to what, not uh, work? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, a lot. Scam yeah. the government because yeah. that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to get. It's not for attention necessarily. I think they're like really trying to like get over on somebody. What would you do to get the government to just like pay you to not? I would wear these sunglasses them? all the time. I yeah. would do that for sure which sucks you can't see anything in these things but um disabling yourself from your side i would i would i would that's about as hard as i could fake it i would you know people would be able to see my eyes moving and watching them behind the sunglasses (laughs) if they really looked so i would get caught and i would i would not uh successfully stay transabled but i would try yeah i would i I, i'm so sick of working i would i i you know god bless these people good luck good luck my my favorite show well my favorite well get those bags you transabled people (laughs) get those bags and just chill on your couch and watch netflix i just whatever you do I remember John Stossel like uh, exposing like people who are on on like you know Medicaid or well like welfare from like their jobs or insurance fraud or it is, and they'd be like this guy who followed him from the gym, you know, and then like, John Stossel roll up on like, sir, sir, you have a disability claim out against the city right now. You're John Tompkins, right? and he'd be like, oh my god, like run to his car. <laughs> And, yeah. they, and then they come back later and they'd be like, "We they used this footage in the prosecution of John Tuck. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah. Out there getting people's grift, you know? So, you son of a I, know. Bitch. I know, crazy. So, all right, well, enough of that. Please go do follow my friend, Mr. Jorge Martin. Uh, we'll see if we can get back to his beautiful non-cussing account. There you go, for the people, right? And oh, it's appropriate. Yes. Thanks yeah. for coming on this trashy show we do, yeah, Jorge. You, Jorge. Oh my God, my face hurts from laughing and smiling. Is this, this is this was like this was like our three days in Canton. So yes. yeah, just, oh yeah, guys. Jorge, said manos. I can't I yeah. can't thank you enough. This was just a blast, just a blast. The highlight of my day, probably highlight of my week already. Yep. Me well, too. I hope your week gets better. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, we love you, brother. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, do go follow Jorge, Jorge Martin, 17 on the Twitters. Uh, go follow myself, Nimble W Numbers. Uh, I'm here somewhere if I can find myself. Oh, there I am. Uh, and then go follow Mike Collins. He is the Ralph Macho on Twitter, and he's got gats and bats and baseball chats, all that kinds of stuff. Um, and follow the fancy millionaire. Serious. Uh, you know, I'm the most macho dude you're ever going to meet on the streets. I love gats, baseball bats, and fat stacks of cash. I look like Eddie Vedder. It's all true. Nothing has changed, and this account's been true for many years. I love fat stacks of cash. I wrote that in 2011, and now I do a show where we do stacks of cash, bro. It's I'm I'm an honest guy. You spoke it into existence. So, with that being said, I'll let you get us out this this uh, week as we normally do. Okay. Um, death, destruction, pain, chaos, torture, Humbles. murder, heinous acts of violence versus all your fantasy opponents in week 15. Peace and love everywhere else. Yeah. Fumbles. Interceptions. <laughs>